Yes, sir. It's your boy Keys Ali, man. Welcome back to the Ali and Smoke Show Meet My Friend segment. And this time around, we have Miss Kiki Mattress with us. How are you doing today, man? I'm doing good. How are you? Doing great, man. Thank you for meeting with me on this Sunday morning, man. I just want to learn more about you, learn more about your program. But before we get started, can you tell the, the, the viewership uh, who you are, exactly who you are and what you do? Yeah, I'm Kiki. I'm actually married and have three kids, ages 25, 22, and 20. My baby girl got one year and a half left in college, so I'm like really excited about that. Um, I am one of the 60,000 nurse anesthesiologists in the country, one of the 3% African-American, which means there's only about 2,000 of us, which is hard to believe, but I am one of those. I'm also the founder of the CRNA Chase and the Future CRNA Society Facebook group, also co-founder of Health Shield Credentialing, which is... Um, actually a company I started with one of my friends last year. And so, yeah, so just really busy. Um, also being a mentor and a coach, um, just helping ICU nurses become, um, become actually nurse anesthesiologists. And so that's what I do. Gotcha. Now you say that only, uh, 2000, 2000, those nurses are possibly yeah. African-American. Is that lack of interest or? No, I think it's just, um, lack of information. They don't know we exist. Gotcha. Okay. So what? What exactly is the CNR, CRNA Chase? Yeah, so the CRNA Chase actually started out as a blog um, probably about probably about four years ago when I had first finished school and I was just kind of putting my thoughts out there. I was like, you know what? I struggled trying to become a nurse anesthetist. And so I'm going to put this down on paper. But what I didn't realize was that people was actually listening to me. And so I had to really tighten up what I was saying and just be intentional with my words and, you know, do some research on some stuff. And so, yeah, it became it was a blog and then it actually became this online platform where now I offer courses and, you know, programs all designed just to really just drop free free game and information. But if they want more, then I have programs and all this other stuff in place. Now, um, you said it started as a blog. Uh, if you could yeah. date that, how long ago did you start your blog? Yeah, I started the blog actually in 2019. And okay. I want to say I want to say like early part of 2019 is when I when I started. it. So this is fairly new. It's like you're still in, only in your fourth year now. Yes, I think it's coming up on my fourth year. Um, the first two years, honestly, was just straight blogging. Uh, just so now I have over like 70, probably 70, 75 published articles on the site. Um, and then, like I say, it just kind of evolved from there. So what exactly motivated you to start your program and uh, who who would be the ideal candidate for someone that wants to sign up for your program? Yeah. So, you know what? Um, I honestly was motivated because I had had a difficult time getting accepted into a program. And so then, like I said, once I started putting that on paper, putting it down, I was like, you know what? It's other people out there probably going through some of the same things like other nurses. And so that's pretty much what motivated me. Um also, what motivated me as far as like some of my programs is like my Facebook group because they are in there and they're asking me questions daily. And it's some of the same questions. I'm like, OK, I feel like they need additional <laughs> help, you know. Gotcha. So right now, how many members do you have in that Facebook group? I almost have a thousand. I'm coming up on okay. a thousand. Yeah. Got gotcha. you. Now, is it just you running the group? Do you have assistance? Things like that? It actually is just me for the most part. I do oh, wow. have um, I do have marketing like I have a marketing person that's in, in the group. But for, for the most part, it's just me like in there um, answering all the questions every day. Yeah. 
So at what like at what point of my career, if I if I wanted to join your group and, and get into your program, at what point do I need to be at? So who is who is that ideal person? Before I mean, who, where where should I be before I reach out to you? Yeah. So um, my group really is toward is geared towards ICU nurses who know they want to be a nurse anesthetist, right, or nurse anesthesiologist, and they are usually the ones that um, are in ICU, been there about one two plus years. Um, they know they know about being a nurse anesthesiologist because a lot of people don't even know we exist. They think that when they have surgery and they're under anesthesia, that that person right there is an anesthesiologist when in fact it's like the nurse anesthesiologist. So um, so they already know about it and they just need they really just need guidance, support, um, just the real information because you can Google some stuff, but you might get some misinformation. That's the problem. Gotcha. Oh, yeah. Google. Google is just a bunch of opinions, man. You got to make sure you get the right opinion and the right fact. I do understand that. So what's what are some of the general pitfalls? Because I know you, know, you created the program because uh, people are having a hard time getting into these different programs. What, what are some of the pitfalls that they run into when, when trying to get into a CRNA uh, program? Yeah, it definitely can be a lot of pitfalls because and I can use myself an example because I went through all of them. So so first off, um, I can talk about you know, the pitfalls just trying to get into a program versus pitfalls just staying in a program and graduating. That's a whole nother set of problems. But some of the pitfalls would be definitely time because it's, it's time consuming to have to do all these things, you know, just to qualify and put in an application. So for instance, um, like I say, you have to be an ICU nurse, right? And so you can't just be any regular nurse off the street, which they are great to in their own right, but you have to be a critical care nurse. You also have to have a bachelor's in nursing degree. So if you already had an associate's, that means you're going to have to go back to school for another couple of years and get that bachelor's of nursing. Okay. Um, now, some CRNA schools will actually accept a bachelor's in another related science, but not all the schools. So then, so anyway, that's another two years you would have to put into it to get that. Another, oh, Yeah, another time-consuming thing is um, just really, you know, applying to different schools, period. So just think about, think about it like this is only about 130 schools in the country. So not every state has a school. So you got to actually, and you also going to have a hard time, you know, getting accepted. So that means you got to apply to more schools. So then you apply to 10 schools, right? And they all over the country, right? And another thing too is money. So when you're applying to 10 schools, it might be a hundred dollar application fee for each school. That's already oh, wow. Yeah, that's already a thousand dollars right off the bat. Right? So then you think about what if you get an interview? Because you're not they're not just gonna accept you based off your paper <laughs> saying you good, right? They want to see you in person. So then you gotta fly to the interview or you gotta rent a car and drive. So it's it it can be it can cost some money to to do all these things um other thing too that kind of um set me back was um really just just my mindset just like can i really do this like that that right there alone will stop you from doing pretty much everything you want to do now what's the what was your motivation to take it to that next level like you said you can be a nurse but you have to go through jump through these hurdles to get here what like what made you want to make that jump you know what um so so I can, I can go back just a little bit. So nursing isn't my, my first career. Before nursing, I actually was in engineering technology. 
And this was back in like right out of high school. I went and got my engineering technology degree. So I did try to do that for a little bit, but I found out I really hated it. Like it it was not for me. And I worked with all these men and these men did not know. I'm sorry, but these men did not like me (laughs) (laughs) and I didn't like them. So um, anyway, I decided to switch career paths and go into nursing. So I did that because my grandmother was sick at the time and I used to help her, you know, just, you know, help take care of her and all this stuff. So anyway, I, while I was on the waiting list, I was on a waiting list for nursing. And while I was waiting, I became a surgical tech and I did that because I needed to start working pretty quick, make some money. I was actually a single parent before that. And I'm married now, but before that I was like single parent. So anyway, I found out about CRNAs because I was a surgical tech first. And so um, I remember helping a, a CRNA one day. She yelled for help. I went over and I helped her. And afterwards, she said, you should be a CRNA. The way you reacted lets me know you would be great at being a CRNA. Now, I was a surgical tech. I wasn't making hardly no money. And this lady telling me, like, I could be like a six-figure nurse. And I started laughing, like, ma'am, like, I'm in nursing school, but you know, I appreciate it, but come on, get you know, real. Come on now. So I <laughs> laughed at her and she said, no, like, this is what you need to do. Go do this, this, and this. Like, you know, go get your, go ahead and get your bachelor's after you finish your associates. Go to ICU, go get your, take the GRE exam, go get this certification. And then when she told me that, I was like, you know, a couple of years later, I'm like, man, maybe, maybe I can do this. So I just feel like she, she saw it in me. And then I also feel like it's my purpose. Like, like I would, I can't see myself doing anything else. Like gotcha. I never hate going to work. Like I'm always like, let's, let's go. Like, and I just feel like, um, it is a huge responsibility. It's definitely stressful, but I feel like, again, it's my calling. It's my purpose. Gotcha. Now your program is broken down into five steps. Those steps are mindsets, requirements, school application, and interview. Now you yep. spoke to the mindset, just getting over the hurdle of, can I do this? Um, let's talk more about the requirements of the program. So you said you have to have that bachelor's degree. What are other other requirements that you must have before you start, before you make that leap? Yeah, uh, definitely. Like I said, got to have that bachelor's of nursing or bachelor's of related science, depending on the school that you apply to. Uh, definitely. Uh, and see, this is this is hard, too, because every school's different. It's not like medical school where it's standardized, you know, everybody yeah. turn in an application on this date. Everybody, you know, do this on this date. Um, so right now, all the CRNA schools are on their own time <laughs> time frame and they got all different application dates, all different interview right. dates. It makes it really hard. I do believe, though, in the future that they're going to kind of streamline it and hopefully one day, you know, it will be standardized. But for right now, um, usually you have to have your, you know, bachelor's of nursing. You also have to take certain prerequisites. So it might be organic chemistry. It could be statistics. It could be, you know, microbiology. But every school's different. That's another problem. Um, and you have to get a B plus or greater in those. Oh, pre- wow. Like you can't just take it and say, I took it. You got to actually get the grade. Right. Oh, okay. And that's important to know, because once you get into CRNA school, you actually can't get below a B plus in anything. Or you like your average can't drop below B plus oh or God. you're out the door. It's like audio. See you later. It's no remediation. So, so, so you went to school as a single mom and still had to keep a B plus through this whole time. I I went to school for like for my nursing and didn't I always get a B plus. That's when I was a single parent, but I, I got married early, early only, like in my nursing. 
But okay. there are definitely people out there who single parents who can't get below a B plus in CRNA school. Man, I struggle getting a marketing degree and I, I coasted through with some C's. So yeah. I, can, I can only imagine trying to keep a B. And this stuff is difficult. I tried to look deeper into it to get an understanding and it was just like flying over my head. So just thinking about having to keep a B plus is crazy. Now your yeah. program, when it comes to schools, do you uh, outline the requirements of each school? How do you, uh, what does your program do exactly when it comes to schools? So what I do is within my program, I actually, because I do one-on-one and also do group coaching, but my one-on-one is really easy because we narrow down their school list and we don't just apply to random schools. It's actually very detailed and it's strategic because there's no point in applying to a school that's saying our last cohort of students got a 4.0 average and you got like a 3.1. Yeah. There's, there's really no point in yeah, there's no point. It's not saying you you not going to get accepted because you could get accepted based off some other things, but your chances are slim. So the goal of my program is to give you the best chance of getting accepted. So we narrow down that list. And then from there, we start making connections with the school. So that's another thing is okay. a lot of the a lot of the students right now or nurses right now is, that, you know, they don't really want to talk. <laughs> They don't really want to contact anybody. And because I'm the same way, I'm not going to lie. It's getting worse and worse now with the pandemic. I don't really want to talk to people. I'm okay in my own little space, in my bubble. But you really need to get out and network with some of these schools and these programs. And one of the ways to do that is by going to open houses, by calling them up, by emailing them. So it's just stuff like that that I really um, teach within my programs. Got you. Now, when it comes to the next step application, are you actually walking them through the application process? Are you having to fill it out? What What are you doing when it comes to the application? So the application process itself, it, it does include a lot of different things. So they having to do one online, but they also have to turn in like a CV, which is a which is a resume, but exactly. a CV, a CV, which is very detailed resume um, in a personal statement. So that personal statement, the school is going to say like, you know, I want you to answer. I want you to write a personal statement on what are your goals for the future versus one school might say, why should we accept you? So every school is different. So that means you're going to have a different personal statement Oh my God! for each school. Right. And so what, what I do is I make sure their CV is, I'm not, I'm not going to write the CV for them. Right. Like I'm not going to do all the work for you, but gotcha. I'm going to get you started on your CV and make sure it's optimized for that school. So that means like having certain keywords in there that that school is kind of looking for. Also, um, as far as their personal statement, I now know after, you know, reviewing like hundreds of personal statements, what needs to go into that personal statement to make it compelling, because you really want that admissions committee to once they start reading, they read it all the way through. You don't want them to be like, let me toss this to the side. So you really want to make each you know, each paragraph compelling, but also have a transition. And so that's pretty much what I help them with. And then the third thing I help them with, with the application is, is there letters of recommendation? That is really important. You don't want just anybody writing your recommendation letter, right? Like you, so we we gotta be careful. Yeah. We gotta be careful with that. So those are three things I help with. Now, can I just drop your name and get into school? You know what? (laughs) You know what? Um, I ain't going to say drop my name. Well, then again, I don't know. I had somebody who did drop my name and they did get accepted. I actually okay. dropped, I dropped somebody's name and they got accepted. 
Oh, okay, okay. I'm glad. Yeah. No, if, if I ever want to switch careers, you know, I, I know, I know who name to drop going forward. That's and the right. last part of your program uh, that you outlined was interview. So, do you do like practice interviews with them? Are you telling them what to say, what not to say, what to dress, things like that? Exactly. I do all of that. So, oh, I actually one of one of my services I offer is mock interviews, and so in the mock interviews, which is really important because. I always say, if you can get to the interview, you got a really good chance of getting accepted, right? Like you, you right there. So if you can, if you can kill that interview, I'm telling you, you got a good shot. So what I do is I have this four step system that I pretty much the same system that I use to get accepted that I pretty much turned into, you know, put in all my programs now. And so we definitely go through all those things you mentioned, but it starts out with researching the school. So if we can try to find out like what type of questions they ask, you know, as far as is it a group interview where it's a lot of people interviewing at once, which I hate, or is it more individual interviews, which I love. Um, and then like what type of questions as is do they do they um, ask you personal questions or behavioral or is it more emotional intelligence? Or is it all clinical? Now, those are the tough ones where they're asking you stuff related to your everyday critical care patient. So we so we go through all that. And then we actually do the interview and then I offer feedback and then we do the do's and the don'ts. Like okay. we, And then I give you a guide with all the questions like that I know of that they could possibly ask you. So it's like a vault of questions. Ah, and they just got to go through, study, listen to you. You just got to do yeah, so you, gotta, the, you just gotta do the work. That's it. So what's like, and if you don't want to answer this, I can understand, but what's like the acceptance rate for someone that comes through your program? Is it like a hundred percent you come through here, you getting in, or how does that work? Yeah, so so I know for my I don't know about for my program yet because it's still in the testing phase part of it, because I just launched in the summer as far as okay. the one-on-one. But I do know my mock interviews. Everybody who's done a mock interview with me pretty much has gotten into CRNA school. All right. All right. That's like, okay. Yeah. I'll, Cause I'm, I'm, I'm proud of that number. So yeah. So just about everybody who's come through has gotten accepted. Now shadowing, a shadow is another thing that I, I saw as I was researching on you. Does the shadowing come after the interview or when does the shadowing come into play and how does that work with your program? Yeah. So, so the shadowing is something you should do before you, the shadowing is something you should do when you're thinking about, Hey, I want to pursue this. Okay. Because just like you going, like you see somebody um, job watching, like, man, I wonder what type of job this is. Is something I'd be interested in? Oh, can I come up there and see? It's been a day with you at work, such and such. Yeah. It's the same thing. So they just come to the hospital, spend a day with a CRNA, and see if this is something they might be interested in. Because um, the what you don't want to happen is they get all the way into a program, and they realize they hate it. And yeah. they spent all this money in CRNA school is not cheap. That's another thing. It's very expensive because um, I had this happen to a girl in my class. She actually got all the way through school, got into clinical. So she's like she's probably like 13 months in. And she was like, I don't see myself doing this forever. And now she does, now she got tuition, probably like 60, 70,000 in tuition and never finished the program. So I really stress that. And also some of the CRNA schools require you to have shadow and experience like they because they want to know like you're serious and that, you know, you're passionate about doing this. And you also, you know, gave up time because you got to take off work and stuff to go shadow. But you should want to do that, though. 
right? Like gotcha. you should, you should want yeah. to. Yeah. So, so yeah, it's very important. Now, um, is it difficult? Now you made it seem like he was just giving a call, giving Prisma a call, like, "Hey, my name Keys, and I want to come shadow." Is it that easy, or does it take like how, how exactly do you get get to that point of shadowing someone? Is it just a phone call? I mean, honestly, it could be that, but nobody really wants to pick up the phone and call. So I don't, I don't know. So <laughs> they'll they'll ask me though. They real quick to ask me. Um, so so what happens is usually, um, you know, ICU nurses are already working in the hospital. Ideally, whenever the CRNA, um, sometimes they drop patients off, you know, take them back to ICU, they could ask them then. Like if you if you already formed a relationship with them, which you should be doing, you know, like I ain't saying like be best friends with them, but you know, yeah. you see them and you're like, hey, how you doing? Da, 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 da. I just want to let you know, like I'm really interested in being a CRNA. Just wonder if, you know, I could shadow you or someone in your department. That's really all it takes. Okay. But okay. one of the problems that um, special travel, like travel nurses, they're running into problems right now because they're not really, you know, um, an employee of that hospital. They just, they're con on contract. Mm -hmm. So then the hospital don't want to help them find shadowing at the hospital. So that's when they come to me and then okay. I kind of try to help them. Yeah. Help them out. Now you've told me about the program and how the program works, but I want to know a little bit about the marketing signs. I'm a marketing major. So I want to yeah. know about the marketing aspect of your program. Um, how much time does, does it take away uh, from the coaching, from your day to day to actually go out on social media and, you know, and tell people, Hey, I'm over here. Come holler at me. Come sign up. H how do you balance the two and how actually do you, do you market to nurses? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I'm still working on it, but it can, I actually need you. I tell you, um, it can be time consuming because, you know, just trying to do all the things and then I'll still also work full time, you know, so it's a lot. But what I will say is that how I pretty much market is through my Facebook group. So it makes it a little easier. So, you know, when they come into my Facebook group, they answer a set of questions. One of the questions is, do they want access or, or more information about my programs? If they say yes, you know, I can reach out to them. Okay. That I also ask for their email address. So it gets them on my um, email list. So I also kind of, you know, market through my email list too. Actually, that's the number one way through my email list, which is about uh, 1,300 okay. nurses on there right now. So because I had to, you know, I had the site up and all that before, way before the Facebook groups I already had some on there. Um, so and then the other way, too, is as far as social media, uh, my daughter helps me out a lot. My 22 year old, she helps me out a lot. Um, we meet once a week and we go over like what I'm going to you know, put up for my social media. Um, at least we were doing that. Now she has a full time job because she just graduated. <laughs> <laughs> she just graduated from college. So now she has her first official job. So that's really good. Um, so now I actually have a marketing person that I have just brought on board. And so, of course, that's time consuming, too, because then yeah. you got to get your your brand and they got to get your voice right. And so, yeah, I probably was spending I looked it up one time. I was spending like 10 hours a week just on my social media, just trying to do all the things. But I think I'm I think I'm trending down now. So I should be, you know, getting a little bit better with that. Gotcha. Gotcha. Now, um. When it comes to the email groups or your email group, excuse me, are you using some type of software? Or are you manually sending out emails? How, how does that work? No, I pretty much have it automated now. Um, okay, good, good. I mean, good. I, now, early on, I didn't because I didn't know what I was doing. But um, since then, I've actually 
I've learned a lot for one. Um, and I'm also part of a mastermind. Like I'm, I'm part of a few different mastermind groups. That's really showed me what I need to be doing. And that's the thing too. Like people don't, people don't really want to invest in, and I'm getting all off um, subject here. People don't want to invest in themselves and they need to, right? Because yes. I went and found somebody who has already done it before me. So if you need to find a mentor, a coach, a business coach, sales coach, whatever you need to do, you definitely need to do that. So that's what I did. So I, I'm in a mastermind. So I have access to a social media, you know, expert and like I say, business coach, sales coach, all this stuff within my uh, mastermind group. So what I use is Kartra and Kartra handles um, it handles actually my email list. And so it's my CRM and it handles like all my courses, my memberships, my landing oh, yeah. pages, everything, sales pages. So yeah, it's, I'm, I'm covered on that. And I actually know it pretty well. So I actually put all this to put it all together myself though. So great, it's, great. It's taking a great. whole year to probably figure it out, but yeah. Great. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to hear that. Cause if you, if you were doing it manually, when we finished up, I was going to shoot you a couple of recommendations to, I to that, that stuff. Cause the, I, I know that having an email list and text message list and programs, that stuff can become time consuming, but having that automate automation does help out. Now let's talk about the package that you packages that you offer. You've mentioned uh, the mock interviews. You've mentioned uh, helping with applications, helping to find mm -hmm. schools. Can you speak to some of your packages that you offer? Yeah, so I have um, probably about four things that I offer. I try to not, you know, have too much stuff out there. It gets a little crazy if you have too much stuff going on. But I have um, what's called the inner circle. So future CRNA inner circle is for ICU nurses who, you know, they definitely know they want to be a CRNA, but they're not quite ready to apply yet. And so that just kind of keeps them motivated and engaged. And I'm still like dropping advice and gems to them. And we meet monthly. Um, and I record all we, we meet monthly, but I think I'm gonna make it like two to three times a month. I hadn't told them yet, but I think I'm gonna switch that up. I hadn't announced it yet, but um, so yeah, so we meet and so I drop all the gems and stuff, and then I also have like special guests that come on, uh, three special guests a year, and I also help them with their strategy. So we do like a strategy session. I actually really like the inner circle, it's pretty cool. Um I, you know, I record it. And so then I put all the replays in their membership portal because, you know, nurses work so many crazy, different crazy hours. I don't want them to miss anything. So it's in their membership portal. Um, another program I have uh, that we've talked a little bit about today is the group coaching. Mm -hmm. That is the one that will be um, rolling out in the next week, week or two. And I'm excited about that one because, um, you know, again, another it's like the community feel. I like the community feel um, and I get to reach more nurses all at one time. So that's very important. Um, so basically it's going to max out at I don't want no more than 10 ICU nurses in it. And so it will be six live workshops. The first one is one on one. It's a mindset and strategy session. And then after that, um, you'll have five more live sessions. Again, those also be recorded and uh, put in the replay portal or actually email to them one or the other. Okay. Um, and then it also has a curriculum that goes along with it. So modules. So they'll always just have the modules in that information. Um, so anyway, I'm really excited about that. And also I'll do CV and personal statement reviews. And so that'll be two rounds of those. And then the other one is the one-on-one group, one-on-one -on -one coaching, which is actually, um, one, actually something that I started last summer and I actually just, you know, took that data and information from that and formed a group coaching. 
So I still have that. I, I love doing that too. But you know, that takes a that takes a lot of time away just yeah. doing one person. So I can only do about four. I do about like four months sometime, and I do that for ten weeks. So oh, oh I'm sorry for cutting weeks. you off. You do all of this plus you work like you you yeah. you're full. What? How do you have this much time? I don't. I don't even know. <laughs> I, I honestly wow. don't know because I was doing a lot of this stuff while my girls was playing volleyball. Like they play volleyball. They've been playing since they were eight and ten and travel volleyball, and they play in college. And so I was still doing a lot of this then. So I don't know. I just um, I I literally get off work and I come home and I open up the laptop and I just get busy and, and do what I got to do. And then as far as the coaching, I usually do it like on certain days. So like a, maybe a Friday evening and then on Saturdays I do it. Um, so, yeah, it's working. It's working out. Um, if it gets too crazy, I actually have um, a couple of other coaches that I can, you know, get to help me if I need to, you know, do some other things. Um, but yeah, so, and then, so the group coaching is actually six weeks and okay. then the one-on-one the -on -one is 10 weeks. And then I think I have, oh, the mock interviews. And so that's just one session that, you know, we can do. So, yeah. That is a lot. The one thing I, I haven't heard you say is, do you, do you ever go out and have like, I know you said you have the live group, but do you ever have in-person sessions? Like when you bring people to like maybe a, a library room or a conference hall or something like that? I don't, but it's something I'm thinking about. Because okay. um, I feel like it's needed because and I'm also noticing, too, that there's a lot of ICU nurses in my area that has found me. And I'm like, I could easily start right here in my own hometown in South Carolina. So, yeah, but yeah that's actually a good idea. It's something I've been thinking about. Gotcha. Now, the last thing, well, two last questions and I let you go because you are a very busy woman. Uh, what's, what words of wisdom do you have to share with my viewership? It could be about your program. It can just be how you're feeling this Sunday morning. Just words yeah. of wisdom. We like to ask everyone that comes on. OK. Yeah. So so every week I get messages about, you know, ICU nurses being fearful and scared that, you know, they're not going to get accepted. Or they're scared of the unknown. They're scared. I mean, they're scared of everything. Right. And so. Um, so it's almost like every week I'm talking somebody off the ledge, you know, like I'm like, no, you can do it. You know, you can do it. You can do it. And so what I want to say is um, that that your fears are valid. Right. I'm not dismissing your fears um, at all. I've been there. Um, fear has kept me from doing a lot of things in life. Right. Um, but what I want to say is that it's like you have to address the fear. You have to face the fear. And then it's like what. But what's next? Right. So what? Like you have to address it and you have to keep moving. So what I would say is feel feel the fear and do it anyway. Just do it scared. Do it scared. That's, that's it. I do every everything I do every day, I'm doing it scared. <laughs> it's it's gotcha. valid, but it shouldn't stop you. Okay. Thank you for that. And for anyone that um, hasn't caught on just yet, how can they get in contact with you? Where they can find you at social media, all that good stuff. Yeah, they can find me on my website, thecrnachase.com. Also have the Facebook group, Future CRNA Society. And like my social media handles is pretty much um, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn is usually what I'm on. And on those, I'm just at thecrnachase. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, thank you so much for your time this morning, man. I've learned a lot. I don't know if I can handle this program. I don't know if I can handle all of that. I'm, I got, you know, a lot. It's a lot. It's, a, it's actually a lot. But I do appreciate your time. I do appreciate you uh, get, excuse me, uh, letting my viewership know 
how to get in contact with you, what you can do, how you can help them and things like that. And you're a fellow South Carolinian. So, you know, I'm rooting for y'all the way. Great. I might not can understand what you got going on, but I'm still cheering for y'all the way uh, to the end. But thank you for your time, guys. Thank you for watching. This has been Meet My Friend, Kiki Mattress, the Ali and Smoke Show. Make sure you follow her. Make sure you follow us. And nurses, if you're ready to make that step, this is who you need to get in contact with. Drop her name. She'll get you accepted. It's your boy, Keys Ali. And y'all have a great day.